Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate. Demons to this after Black Come on! There is a in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true. It's real. Dinosaur fossils? God put those here to test our faith. That damn lie. I, I saw them on my own eye. Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man. None of it is true. To the deep share, everybody, and I have with me tonight Frantic Missy. Missy, how you doing? I am exhausted to the point <laughs> where I'm going to drink to keep going. Like an there American, you go. like an American, <laughs> I can't fail. <laughs> there you go. That's the right attitude to have. So what's been going on? What you been looking into? Do you really want to know? Because I've got notebooks upon notebooks. This is my new favorite possession. I'll show you guys while I'm smoking to be cool. <laughs> what is this? Oh, the creature from Jekyll Island. I ran out of highlighters, so I had to ask Cowboy Jeff Bezos and his penis rocket ship to send me some more. Ah, there you go. It's pretty Nothing's cool. worse than begging a man you can't stand to help you. Yeah. Figure out the banks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually heard you. I can't remember what podcast it was on, but I remember you talking about how Probably organized you are. Could could have been Charlie's, could have been Big Dumb Podcasts. But like you guys Ooh, were talking, about, those guys are awesome. Great. Show. I just went to Dallas with them to go see oh, the really? uh, Temple. Yeah, we went to go see the Temple Hat Show. That's so cool. That's yeah. awesome. I used to do research for Sam for the uh, Run and Runs. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so yeah, I heard you talking about how organized your operation is when it comes to like your notes and all your references and everything, how you have like an index of everything that you've, yes. you're researching. I'm going to give talk everyone about that. a super secret, awesome sleuthing tip when it comes to researching stuff. This is a composition <laughs> notebook. It costs about 99 cents from the dollar store plus five cents for tax because you know Uncle Sam's an asshole. But this is cheap. Here's what you do. You take the book. And you number all your pages. And at the beginning of the notebook, you write index. And on the index, you number the pages for the index. And every time you write something in the notebook, you put it down before you close it. You write down what you wrote on that page. It could be a note. It could be a scribble. It could be cancel your subscription list like mine. <laughs> Trust me, I haven't accomplished any of that yet. Uh, library books for my kid, whatever. Uh, morning show ideas for the morning show I've been doing from six to ten. It's going to kill me. It might have already. And the first <laughs> pages are noted indexing, mm -hmm. and you just number all the pages in the notebook. And then the next thing you know, you have a way to find all of your crap. That's good. 
because it's all just loose in here for me. So <laughs> I probably should start this writing things will down. will save your life. This is so stupid easy that anyone can do it. Uh, they, it's called, a, usually it's called bullet journaling. And I'm mm. like, dude, that's just the way I'm going to sell garbage to you. Just get a composition notebook while you're listening to, while you're watching, you know, TV or, or look, listening to a podcast or whatever. You just go through and you put a number on every page and then you write the index at the beginning go for it you'll never lose any of your crap again it's fantastic that sounds like a solid plan because i'm always trying to reference something that i can't remember i'm going to do it you, four times tonight you know if you really want to get like real with it you can go through and there's always extra room on the last page for the page number index and i cut it in half and then i use that for notes for example like i'll pink highlight anything that has to involve uh, i don't know celebrities hanging themselves mm. Right. And then you got all the stuff that involves, I don't know, uh, the local, you know, as my friend Casey calls it, the lollipops, you know, the, the stabbing, whatever it is, that goes in yellow. And then you can go through your notebook and anytime you need to find something quickly, it's right in front of you. That's all your facts brilliant. are right there. That's great. It's Everybody super easy. Up. Any dummy can do that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, if you, if you're Sorry, not Sorry, my lazy. dog is just trying to help. There's Please Yoshi. Go. Yoshi. Awesome. He's going. <laughs> he doesn't bark. Everybody's got a mask on. A mask burr, not. Burr. Like you said mask before. Holes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what have you been digging into lately that's noteworthy? Ooh. Well, huh. I've been looking at the C.S. Lewis. Oh, okay. I know. Now you've got I my attention. Up, I went to a private Christian school, right? So mm. of course, like it was in like the you had to watch. You had to read the line which is the wardrobe, which means you just watch the movie and bought mm -hmm. the book notes, right? And highlighted that same crap, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I was looking into it and C.S. Lewis, did you know that he lived with a woman when starting when he was 19, with a woman that was 30, 33 years his senior, 33 years his senior. No. And yeah, yeah. And during World War II, he was teaching at, I think it was Oxford at the time. And he had, you know, they were training kids, like training, like putting them on trains, uh, rabbit ears, going out of London to get them away from the city during the Blitz, during the mm -hmm. London Blitz. Well, the person that he connected with the most that came to stay with him, uh, I'm not going to say her name because I don't have her right in front of me, but she ended up getting married to, and he ended up paying for her college, everything. He connected with her. Her whole life, they were like BFFs buddies, right? She ended up married to Sigmund Freud's grandson, Clement. Freud. Clement Freud lived two blocks away from where Madeline McCann disappeared. Okay? Whoa. And he went to trial, didn't live, died of natural causes uh, in England, but he was living in Portugal at the time Madeline McCann disappeared. He was a prolific pedophile on like the level of like Jimmy Savile, right? Oh, jeez. Never went to trial, never lived to face his consequences. Probably had something to do with Madeline McCann's disappearance other than the Podesta brothers, right? Mm -hmm. And his wife was the chick who stayed with C.S. Lewis during World War II. Weird. There's no coincidences. I just, no. It just goes well, it deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. I'm running out of just, highlighters, man. It's just kind of digging through and finding like, um, you know, looking at that and then looking around it 
and then further in time and kind of look, you know, outward and outward and outward until we figure out like what part of the picture does this represent in the larger puzzle, right? I well, mean, you have to remember that time isn't real. It's a oh, man-made sure. construct to organize things, like this dumb notebook in my mm-hmm. house. It is a man-made construct to Absolutely. organize something that is too big for our brains to all absorb at once. That's a good way to time put isn't it. Real. I mean, yeah. Yeah, oh, there's of course. A, there's a bunch of papers on it that have come out. Oh, yeah. I totally love that stuff. The quantum physics and everything. And, and mm-hmm. just, yeah, time is a human construct just as much as, who knows, maybe even everything that makes up this space, you know? Well, you have I to, don't know. You have to think about it like this, okay? What is time actually good for? Prior to the invention of the light bulb, right? Do you mm. know how people organize their day well because probably i'm just in case you don't know i'm just going to interrupt but <laughs> at five like five to four thirty-five o'clock in the morning right people would wake up they'd feed their chickens they would go about their morning business breakfast breakfast the bacon and egg shit that is a marketing campaign yes that's yes. not a thing they would eat crap in a bowl and but that wasn't even until like eight or nine o'clock in the morning right so they get up they take care of the chickens, whatever, right? Because that's when daylight started to come up and they could actually see their hand in front of their face. Uh, they would go about their business, right? Because we were mostly a rural society. The cities are relatively new thing other than Rome. And right. Maybe Carthage, but we saw that worked out for that. Mm-hmm. So people would go about their day, right? They would come home at about 11 o'clock and they still do this in Europe. It's called a siesta. But they go home, they eat lunch, they take a nap, and then they go back out, finish working for the day until it got dark. And when it turned dark, they went home, they did not eat dinner, they went straight to sleep. They got up at like 11 o'clock at night and that's when they would eat dinner. Weird. They were finally be ready. Well, you gotta remember they were eating stuff that had to boil for like. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's from like, a distance, like 11, it's like the behavior of a stoner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just waking much. up randomly in the night and eating. I don't smoke weed, but that's my life, man. Like I'm, I'm working on that. <laughs> I have this morning show, it's gonna kill me. It, it, may, it, may, already, it may have already killed me. But, oh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you got fight in your life. Not a morning person. Neither I'm am I, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. We're both doing it, even doing though we're it, not morning and people. Doing it and doing it well. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. But at 1130 at night, that's when people would have their, they finally have dinner as a family. Mm-hmm. Usually uh, that was the, the head of the table, right? The person who's in charge of whatever uh, like home they were living in, right? He would sit down and everyone, he, everyone would wait for him to sit and then they'd all sit. And they wait for him to take a bite, and then they'd all eat. And when he was done eating, they'd all quit eating. Didn't matter if they were finished eating or not. The queen does that still. When the mm. queen puts down her fork, everyone else has to stop eating, even if you're not finished. Oh, that's Do you know that bullshit. That's no. not fair at all. I can't even like. What if she? Ah, oh, man, what a waste of food. She is German. <laughs> that's true. I don't know what um, you expected. They're you know, not you... kind. They don't have they don't have kind words. They're not a kind uh, group of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you have a lot of stuff uh, dug up about the royal family. I'd be glad to go into that stuff if you want. I mean, wherever you want to take this, let my podcast be your your platform. You know what I mean? Whatever you want to go into, I'm interested. So, I mean, well, what do you want to deep, talk about? I've been digging deep into Jane Francis Alexander. Uh, he is a guy that, uh, he was 32 years old. Uh, he had, I think it was 
crap, that other notebook's inside. <laughs> so my dad from Dallas, the last time I hung out with the deep, uh, the deep, uh, the the guys from the podcast in uh in Texas, uh, what is it? The Big Dumb, the Big oh, Dumb, Big guys. Dumb podcast. It's still yeah. in my suitcase. I haven't looked in that book since. But James <laughs> Francis Alexander is thirty two years old, right? He uh wrote a book. You know, I think it was two thousand. And you know what? Screw that. Hang on one second. Sure, go ahead. We pause. For we'll pause first for station identification. Hang on one second. <laughs> no problem. Boom, found it. James Francis Alexander, 31 years old, multiple bullet wounds, more than 20 bullets were found in his body. And in 2014, he wrote a book called The Real Prince Harry, The Truth Behind the Royal Lies. Now, they printed 50,000 copies. It flew off the shelves. Like, he would think people were buying it up, maybe in blocks. Mm. Uh, they had a re- he had a really hard time getting it reprinted. Um, a lot of pressure came from the royal family in order for him not to reprint that book. Uh, because again, it was called the truth behind the, fo- the Royal family. Sorry. Mm. The real Prince Harry, the truth behind the Royal lies. Okay. He claimed to be the real Prince Harry. And that when he was little, about eight, nine years old, he kept telling people about how they killed his mother and how they made them switch places. Now, when you look at the Royal family, does Prince Harry look like he's one of them. I mean, I've heard this before, but I will. Look admit. how busted ugly Prince William <laughs> turned out to be. Look at all those inbred. Look at all those inbred princes and princesses. I um, agree. I do agree. But I do. I mean, well, personally, man. maybe maybe I'm just forcing it subconsciously, but I do see him and his brother as siblings, like in the face. I I see it. I do see it. I'm not trying to not trying to discredit anything. Well, maybe they're cousins. Saying. That could be, see, now we're talking, that could be something. There's a lot of that going around. I mean, we might as well refer to these people as the Lannisters. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Um, you ever seen, there was a dating show. I think it came out in 2006 called uh, The Real Prince Harry. No. Yes. Hmm. Where it was a dating show where they took a bunch of women and they tried to trick them into thinking they were dating. Obviously, they're the brightest crayons in the box, but they tried to trick them. Oh, right? They tried to trick them into thinking that they were dating on a dating show with Prince Harry. Wow. Now, do you think the media is what I call, what everyone calls, predictive programming? Do they tell you what they're going to do before they do it? Obviously. The real Prince Harry dating show. Interesting. Guess who won? Oh. Well, one was her name Megan? Not expect anyone in the world, dude. I am not. I am. My grandmother was put up for adoption in 1929 to pass. Okay, I'm, I'm the white sheep of the family. I'm the only <laughs> like I'm naturally like I'm the only one in the whole family. My mama and her sisters are dark as night. My my aunt needs to get kicked out the pool because they'd be like <laughs> every time they got a new life, they'd be like, no, 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 she's white. And my aunt needs to be like, supposedly. <laughs> Right. <laughs> For real. That's the South. You know, that's how it was. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. That's how it was here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can say the royal family to marry a half black woman and to give up your title, not just for you, but for your offspring. When you were raised from being a very young child, watching them kill your mother for not complying. Okay. And then for you to go, look, I'm going to step back, even though my whole life I was taught this is my duty. My mother gave her life for this duty. It's 
my duty for you to walk away and give up that title. Ask any British person, would you give up your title? They were like, hell no, that, that makes no sense. Unless he's not the real Prince Harry. Hmm. He yeah. went to Afghanistan against the Queen's wishes. They, they won't even finish eating dinner. Yeah. And he married uh, a half black woman, went to Afghanistan against, Afghanistan against her wishes, gave up his title, moved to Canada and then America, right? And they still don't have anything going on financially. Mm-hmm. I think she like voiced a cartoon or something and their <laughs> children don't have the titles. And here's the kicker. The daughter that was recently born to Meghan Markle, right? They named her Diana, but they called her, guess what they call her? Elizabeth. That's the Queen's. Whoa. Weird. Hmm. I'm trying to and piece this, this together for myself. And this guy was in the Irish Hotel and no one seems to know about it. Hmm. He claims he's the real Prince Harry. You know, they switch places. And it wouldn't make sense. It would be a tabloid like garbage title like the weird world we can use. Yeah. Right? The da 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 Oh, right? definitely. It would be that. Right. It would be it next would be to three-headed aliens and all that. Except, yeah, yeah. Except gave up that title so to me as i've seen the prince and megan um how should i put this flaunt their newfound rebellion all over national television and get interviewed by the media saying that's what happened well I could say that, you know, you watching Meghan Markle sit down with friggin' John of God's good friend, Oprah, for this heartfelt uh, interview oh, about how... Florida Tunnels, Oprah. Well, that's, that's my so personal that's, favorite. I Oprah mean, that's... Florida Tunnels, Oprah. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, watching Meghan Markle sit down and have that conversation about abuse from the royals and all that, I just... It's all theatrical to me and Oprah being who she is, who we all think and know she, uh, you know, all that. Well, all, Morris is her, at least, ob- at least yeah, Oprah exactly. will, at least Oprah will whip you with a car antenna because you're a freaking intern. Like Ellen. No, but she was friends with John of God, who was probably one of the worst human beings to ever grace this earth. Her you studio I mean? is called Harpo. That's Oprah backwards. Yeah. Mm, and you know how they love to invert everything. And she gave up a child when she was like, what, if he was 12 or 14 or something, she was molested. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. What I'm saying is, no, of course is that not. It, it's a gateway to find people that can leave their body temporarily. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What do they say when you get molested? What do they say? What's the first, not only the that. I was it's, looking down on myself right. it was like it wasn't even happening to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, perturbed consciousness in general. I mean, it's on, it's on a completely different scale and on a different page, but that, it, you know, you can compare that to all sorts of other outer body or ethereal experiences. You know, it's, it's all that it's accessing that same field from many different perspectives. It's the same crazy. thing happens with extreme trauma. You know, right. when you get like a have. really bad exactly. car accident, right? Mm-hmm. What happens? Near, well, near death experience, right? I don't even remember how I got in that car accident. 
That's the uh, It was like maximum. I left my body. I saw the doctors. I had a near death experience. It was like I was watching the doctors work right. from yep. above. Like I was floating in the corner of the room. Exactly. It's all accessing the same thing, you know. What I mean? So when Britney Spears tries to throw an elevator, like that, sorry, elevator near my brain. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg <laughs> is throw- in her you mind. Never know. When, when <laughs> Britney Spears is trying to throw an umbrella through a car window, right? And then she shaves mm. her head and goes off the deep end. Or when Beyonce glitches out in right. a live interview and it's like, yeah, that was creepy. And she got accused of being a witch. Not once, but twice. She got sued in court for being a witch. That's a thing. How, how do you oh, sue yeah. someone for being a witch? They they sued be, two people sued Beyonce but for being for a witch and <laughs> casting spells on them. Holy shit! Do you what? think those people really went into court being like, "I'm gonna win this one"? My sharp suit lawyer said it's gonna it's gonna work out. No, yeah, they didn't no. do it to win the case. They did it to bring attention to the right. There's exactly. Yeah. Up with that. That's so crazy. A friend of mine uh, did some some uh, some gaff like I think it was gaffing work for them or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what he said it was, and I, I do not want to disclose his name, but he's someone that I actually trust. And he said he went to work at a party at their house, and they had a whole bunch of pictures of Baphomet in their powder room. Interesting. But, but this was not that right. Well, the thing is, is I don't know. I have differing views of Baphomet, though, unfortunately, because what the catholic church has handed down and the politicians and all of our laws for so long have handed down is that that is an evil symbol but meanwhile it's a marketing campaign the oldest tradition but think about it the oldest traditions that's a symbol for balance it has all the earthly elements in it and it's like they're trying the catholic church especially loves to tell us that all these older, more connected to nature traditions are evil. That's Except really that those interesting. Are all the people they burned. Well, they, they burned all the books and burned all the bitches at the stake. So thanks to King James and his book, Demonology, mm-hmm. a lot of that old art, that old, uh, the old ways of doing things. At the same time, doctors are believing in miasma and collecting bodies mm-hmm. with body snatchers, right? right? The women that were in charge of keeping the healing arts with uh, you know herbs and natural remedies, you know, for example, the the wormwood plant. Yeah, it can get you messed up, but it also was where we originated aspirin. No, thank you, bear. Hmm. <laughs> True. Interesting. The, the, they killed all those people off, and guess who did it? It was King James. King James started the witch hunts when he wrote his book Demonology. Right. The same Basically. guy wrote the Bible with no help of Willie Shakespeare supposedly <laughs> yeah there's existed. a lot of stuff going on back then there's a lot of weird uh stuff about the, right, the king james the version yeah basically everybody surrounding that book it. was murdered and stuff like that it was it's pretty they dark censored the knowledge mm-hmm. just as it and had been done many times before that like in the fourth century with constantine as library well at alexandria yeah exactly Carthage, it's uh, always destroyed Tim- oh, not Timbuktu. what is it called the um the, the Berber um, kingdom in the middle of Africa that had all the awesome libraries. My I know what you're camp. talking about too. I don't, I can't remember. I can't think of the uh, name. During the, the San empire, the, the guy that was in charge of everything, like went and just burned all the books and he put a sword in the middle of the village and said, Hey, if you want this sword, you'll hang out. By the mm. way, throw your books in that pile. The Nazis burned books. Right. Yeah. Censorship. 
or or let's look at it like this at one point in history these people that love to burn books mm-hmm. were called were called nazis now they call them Antifa. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm starting to look at it from like a, like, I'm trying to take a broader brushstroke here. And sure, yes, they were literally called Nazis. I get that. I'm not arguing that. But at the same time, the the attributes of the Nazis, the tactics, the traditions, the- The real society crap. The yeah. personality of the Nazis, the Himmlers, the, you know, all of it is echoed throughout time. So you can call them Nazis or you can call them Antifa, right? You could call them many different things. It's like totalitarianism itself or authoritarianism. They go hand in hand. It's like a virus that like sweeps through humanity. I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. Oh, oh yeah. The word virus. <laughs> Let's say it backwards. Serve. Lollipop. Lollipop. Where you get stabbed in the front. That's what my right. friend, my friend Casey Jones, because <laughs> the Kubak report, she calls it lollipop. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> so she doesn't get, you know, purged again from YouTube. She lost all of her stuff. She's on a uh, second Yeah. Yeah, lots of censorship going on, of course. And I just, it's, that's always a weird thing to me because like there's plenty of avenues for us to get our shit out there. So it's almost like, you know, the predictive programming stuff. We're almost in some ways accidentally providing them with their own predictive programming methods. You know what I mean? Cause we're exposing what they want exposed. You know what I in mean? In order to have free will, right? You have to have all the information. They mm-hmm. use predictive programming because they're like, well, you didn't stop it. So right. that's on you. Exactly. It's oh, their yeah, way totally, of negating totally responsibility mm-hmm. for the horrible things that they do. Yeah. Well, oh, you so know about can... it. We told, we told you about rabbit ears. We told you about it. Mm. So that's your problem, not ours. Free will. Right. The idea the that we didn't understand it. So it just was right no, we in front of us the whole time. It. Well, sure, sure. But a lot of time they use a lot of symbolism. And that's why though. Right. But a lot of the normal people out there don't don't get any of that shit they don't notice it or they think it's ridiculous when we connect it to a million other things but i know i know we know better but how do we get that across to our more common friends and we family do members? what we're doing right now number one yes. number two <clears throat> you ever you ever like driven down the highway and you see, you see one of those billboards that says Save yourself now. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus is coming back. I think the one book that doesn't belong in the Bible is the book of Revelation. Because mm. the same God that would give his only son, right, to save us all, wouldn't be like, hey, except for you guy over there in the corner that wasn't paying attention. <laughs> like, sure, sure. It's not like, you know, uh, Susan came to church in her front dress box weekend. God's <laughs> like, yep, she's off the list. That bitch is done. Done. <laughs> yeah. Susan, you better recommit your life to God. You ever mm. see those billboards though that are like, save yourself now? Oh, of course. You ever see anybody pulled over after those billboards? <laughs> Not at the porn store on the highway, but the <laughs> sign itself, right? Where they're like, they're like, oh my gosh, mm. I never believed in God, but I saw that billboard. Right, that billboard's right. not put up for you. It's put up for them. Because mm-hmm. they feel like they need to do something. The best way to bring someone around to your point of thinking 
is to not back them into a corner at all. Because if you get backed into a corner, your first response is to want to fight your way out, right? Mm. The best way to get someone to believe you or listen to your side of thinking, it's not to tell them what to do or think. It's to ask them questions that make them think. In law, they call it the Socratic method. You ask yes. questions to bring someone around. You don't tell what the witness what to say. You get the witness to say what you want them to say. And then they go, oh my God. There's a whole, <laughs> there's so many channels on YouTube just devoted to like, there's one guy called the DUI lawyer guy. And he oh, just, I think I've seen that takes, guy. He puts cops on the stand and all he does is ask them questions. And guess what they do? They, they sit there on the stand and go, oh my God. Like you can see it on their face. You can't tell someone what to do, but you can ask them questions that make them think. Mm-hmm. And you have to do it in a way that is so sneaky and underhanded. You got to be a Southern mama about that. <laughs> you got to like go. jellyfish that way in. Where like five minutes later, they're like, just happened. I think that was me. Was that me? Why do I feel so uncomfortable right now? <laughs> yeah, I keep saying to people, it's like we, we need to have our own predictive programming for our friends and family. You know, like you, we you, gotta... can't, you cannot give truth to those who don't seek it. Sam right. Tripoli taught me that. He said, oh, yeah. The number one rule, we have something called the rules of the Ronin. And the first one is you cannot give truth to those who don't seek it. Right. That's impossible. Patience. Patience is a virtue. When you try to push stuff on other people, it's not about them anymore. Now it's about you, like that billboard. Right. Exactly. You have to love someone enough to wait for them to come around. And they will. They all do. Yeah. I can't tell you how many friends that have moved politically in the last like couple years. Well, that's great. Uh, Is it? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, well, I mean a book that that's me another it's all, trap. It's all rigged, well, so. pol- politics is all, it's all a trap. You know, it's, it's all been rigged from the very beginning. It's you know, I mean, system. 1870 uh, and 1871, 1870. I'm uh, from Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. Know you know, exactly this is how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're living near a sovereign nation. Is how crazy is that? Pretty wild. DC became its own country, and then in '71, it wrote its own constitution. That is, so it's like you look into those aspects of it. That's one pretty crazy thing because then you look into who was connected to, and again, we go right back to the royals and the city of London. And they're and- not even British. The no. British people, the number one thing that they are like, they're like, I'm British. Well, when you ask a British person, what defines you? Like, what is the most British thing about you? Like, what do you think is the most, pre- what's the proudest thing you have about being British? And they go, well, the royal family. And I'm like, oh, they're Germans, you dum-dums. It's Saxe, Coburg, Gotha. Victoria, German, married to a German man. George, one, two, three, four, German, right? The Hanoverians. German, German, German. Guess who Queen Elizabeth married? Her cousin, who was marching in Nazi parades with his sister. Hmm. Actually, at his sister's funeral. I'm sorry, my bad. His sister died. <laughs> Whatever. I'm so sorry for them. Tiniest violin in the world for the royal family. Uh, yeah. So the whole, it's German, 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 German. And the weirdest thing about it all isn't even that. It's the fact that you got this thing called the Commonwealth. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's 16 countries. You ready? Canada, Jamaica, Grenada, Barbados, Australia, the Bahamas, Papa, New Zealand, New Guinea, Belize, St. Kitts and Nevis, 
St. Lucia, the Solomon Islands, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Barbuda, Antigua, and Tobago. They're what you call commonwealths. You know what mm -hmm. that means? They get locked down first. That's why people in Australia can't leave their damn house. Right. I, I can't believe a people made out of prison colony people are like, yeah, yeah, this is good. We're cool with that. <laughs> Well, they're like, rioting now. My crazy cousin went in a riot. What is it, Paris? Like, yeah. yeah. Like that, though, these are prison colony people. That's yeah. why, like, Georgia is so nuts, is because it's all people that descend from prison colonies and debtors' prisons. And, like, oh it's God. absolutely nuts. Like, these are the, these are the, you think Americans are hardcore? Australians are hardcore. <laughs> you think that's a night? This is a night. Those people. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, but there's only a handful of people that are like, we're not doing it. If they all stood up, it wouldn't happen. They've got helicopters, helicopters flying over people going, get back in your house. Really? Holy really, shit. Really, really. I haven't seen really, the helicopter really. footage yet. I'm going to have to really, look into that. Really? My God. And Melbourne. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like, it sucks that it doesn't surprise it's me. All but like, the queen. It's the all thing queen is, is there's a percentage yeah, of us, there's a percentage of us that grew up seeing the, you know, the predictive programming and then started seeing it for what it was. And now none of this is surprising. It's really unfortunate and it's downtrodden, but it's not it's surprising not. To, to most of us. Every new step that they go, it's, it's kind of playing out. You're missing mm -hmm. the key point. What? When you're fighting, let's say a fist fight. Stop it, Yoshi. Sorry, my dog. He's like <laughs> literally crying at my ass. Uh, he's like, he's like, what about me? Talk to me. I'm like, go away. Um, it's a chihuahua. It's I mean, he might be part squirrel. I don't stop it. Probably. I I might yell for a second, but it's not at y'all. It's for him to get in his bag. <laughs> get in your bag. Get in your bag. Get in your bag. Get in that bag. Yeah, Yoshi. Do it. He likes the royal family, obviously. Um, what was I saying? Oh. The thing is, is like, let me ask you a question. When you fight someone, right? Do you bring out your big guns or do you save, like, let's just say it's a video game, right? You, you bring out your big guns right away or you save your big guns for the bad, bad enemies, right? Right. The worst, the worst, you're like, you're like okay, wait, wait, wait. When I play Zelda, right? I play Breath of the Wild. I love it on Switch. It's one of my favorite games ever. Lost cool. hours of my life. It calms <laughs> yeah. me down, though, because it keeps me looking at the freaking news or television, which makes me a crazy person. So, like, I love it. I'm, I'm like, I'll fight the bad guys. I'll win every time. And I get to fight the bad guy over and over and over. You don't have to keep on my awesome swords. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But you bring up your stronger weapons, right, for your hardcore enemies. Absolutely. The harder these people, like, fight, the more I'm like, we're winning. Oh, yeah, we're winning. Oh, absolutely. We're yeah. winning. They're tagging, like, so if you. It doesn't see matter what they do. If when they you argue see with a toddler, we're winning. We, yeah, exactly. When we see conspiracy theories pop up in the news, that is my first thing. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I they're they're it's like they're exposing their plan, but like what part of their plan includes all of us completely understanding and learn? Like, <laughs> I know that I've I've heard the theory that, oh, it's that 
we're all going to realize it too late. And that's the whole point of the initiation process, the whole killing of the king ritual, that the revelation of methods, in revelation. That's they what I'm saying. They think the world's going to end. Oh, these aren't people like that. No, 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 no. I'm not the talking about The world's already that. ended. Well, figuratively the speaking. The world we perhaps. do, I grew up with the biggest thing in my house is when the phone rang and we all fist fight each other to get to that phone. But who is it? <laughs> who is it? Maybe we won the lottery. Maybe it's Aunt Bessie. Maybe it's a, it's a telemarketer. I get to sell them my umbrella, you know, sales once a month umbrellas. That's what I like to do to game callers. I like to try to sell them back something equally dumb and useless, just as hard. I call it the umbrella of the month club. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm so glad you called. Let me tell you about a great opportunity you just walked into. <laughs> right? But I mean, like when I was a kid, like that was a big deal. Everything, the social media stuff, everyone wants to talk about how toxic social media is. Right. What they're missing is how helpful social media is because when you talk about something you talk about how alone do you feel like i can't tell you how many people i know that are married to dating getting divorced from someone who they're like i'm tired of hearing about your conspiracy theories can we just <laughs> yeah. go to bed can we just watch the goonies for real like right. there's so much of that but at the end of the day when you have social media it's the only way we can actually connect with each other Right. Without, oh, without the shame that comes with, you know, grocery store lines. Don't get me wrong. They are fun. <laughs> they can get weird. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I understand. The, the social media stuff, it, it, it's, it's off. Don't get me wrong. It, well, it's yeah, a shit the, show from the get-go. For what they're using it for. So that's the thing. It's always something that What are we, we using it for? Why are you focused on them? Let's focus on us. What we're doing. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like it's only negative in the way that what they're using it for. I mean, the way we can use it is a tool in our direction. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like no matter how much they may want to expose themselves to for whatever possible outcome, it's still it's still teaching all of us and, and hopefully more people. And as time goes on, what's really going on, you know what I mean? And so hopefully it's still in our favor. That's all. I it's say. always going to be in our favor because here's the deal. People that are low information, right. They're going to get bored. If they didn't get bored, wouldn't reality television be like so much easier to watch. Right. 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 They, they get bored very easily. We don't. We pick and 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 research and research. And we're like, I got, I'm looking at the Library of Congress today. What have you been doing on it? Well, I've been reading freaking the creature of Jekyll Island. What have you been doing? Right. Yeah, exactly. I paid $32 for a freaking soft cover book. It's going to be great. Got a weekend plan. Like these people, like it's in and out, you know? And that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them. It doesn't mean that they're stupid and it doesn't mean that they're, they're, ignorant or incapable of learning what it means is, is that some people just have like two jobs and like three kids and yes. like i hate to say it but as women my mom will tell you she's got four she had four children but technically she had five because as my dad take care of as well you know <laughs> she had five children mm -hmm. and women are just like women especially we are just worn out i love it though because they never thought that by locking us in our houses they fuck themselves so royally that's so confusing to me dude like that really throws me off because like with all the shit they pull happen. off with all the shit they pull off and and foresee how did they not 
They don't How would they shit. not? That's the thing. They cannot mm. see the future. See, I'm way out in like psychedelic land at my deepest. So what my opinion is possibly that they were trying to wake us up and still are because trauma is how you get to that transcendental place. And what if this is all an illusion? Like Bill Hicks always said. You mean, you mean, uh, you know, Alex Jones. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Oh, for saying the name. Oh, at the end of the day, like think about it like this, like, People, people that really don't like themselves, right? You can tell. Of course. They throw, as my dad used to say, Missy, why can't you date a guy that cares about themselves? Why you got to bring home every loser you find that falls <laughs> down a flight of stairs with an inkwell and a tackle box? These guys don't love themselves. How are they going to love you? That's what my dad Good used advice. to say. Good advice. <laughs> my dad's a pastor. He knows his junk. But real life, like, think about it. The people that scream the most about inequality and acceptance are the people that hate themselves the most. So maybe they want to let the truth out. Maybe that's how they, maybe they don't know how to be free. Maybe they want to be free too. We always have to like look at all this stuff with with a generous heart Mm. because you never know what's going on in someone's private life. You don't know anybody until you live with them technically. Oh, for sure. Uh, when it comes to these, like you know, the big they that that we're referring to, like the lizard I mean, people. I call I mean, them well, people. Well, so that them. so that's exactly they're not where actual I was. Lizard people, but they're not. Oh, no. they're not better than us. Fuck them. That's exactly where I was going to go with that. I was going to ask you, like, what do you think of like all the ancient connections to these people? How the bloodlines go back to George I just wrote the down first. Carthage and ancient Sumerian oh, and the Yeah, because that's that's my jam. I love Sumer and all that stuff, and the, I'm hearing. Say, I've heard the so many amazing different theories. Death. How many times have you heard that? The wages of sin are death. How many times have you heard mm-hmm. that? Sin yes. was the moon god of ancient Samaria. Right. And that's who they worship. The wages of sin. Mm. Think I, wonder about that. that's, I wonder if that's in some way related to Set from Egypt. Of course, that, it's all connected. That, you know what I mean? That, may, that would make sense. It, it's, it really, it's related to the story of the Titans and about how they, he tried to swallow his children and mm-hmm. how Zeus overthrew the god that came before him. And right, that's what, it's the same that's thing as Sumer. Baal, the, the, the Egyptian, I'm sorry, the, the Israeli god, the, the Hebrew god. El, his name yeah. is El. That's why I called it Ra-El. Right. Ra-El Israel. means I came before this bitch. <laughs> Baal, right. the god that came before. Hmm. I mean, people don't realize this, but when you read the Bible, you, you can take it literally. You, God, may God help you himself. There's a lot of people, many friends of mine that I love dearly, that are deep, hardcore, can't see outside that box. That's fine. Yeah, I know many. There's no way, one of my friends, there's no way in hell. I could, literally hell. I could explain to her how the Bible has lots of problems with it. Considering the translation of it. And a lot of hidden stuff, too. Like, even the the good stuff. And the Council of Kent. And all that stuff. And now there's books of the Bible that didn't even exist till like the 1600s. And like, you can't explain that and how revelation does not fit in. Like they, these people, the one group of people you're always going to find at church, the people that are looking for something. Oh yeah. And that's a beautiful a way book to put it. It's so easy. That's the easiest way to like cop out. Especially for when you're sure. busy with like four kids that you're homeschooling or whatever. It makes it <laughs> yeah. very easy to like cop out. But here's the deal. In the Bible, when you look at, the entire Old Testament. It's just story after story 
chapter story of how we failed in God, like a father was wringing his hands not knowing what to do. He said, okay, I'll give you guys like, look, I know you saw Moses. Like, I, I killed the firstborn. You mm. saw the plagues. We started the Passover. You watched me part the Red Sea. You walked through it, right? And he's like, hey guys, I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm just gonna climb up this mountain. Because God's like, hey, I got some, some rules for you to make it easy. But you guys are dum-dums. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna help you out. It came away like five minutes. They're like, hey, we don't want to make. We made this, uh, yeah, look, look. It, it's a golden calf. Right. And Moses is like, you broke three rules. I was gone <laughs> for five minutes. I tip, tip. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You broke three already? That's it. Now we got to walk around in the desert eating shit off the ground for 40 years so that our grandchildren can't fuck up like you guys just did. <laughs> That's what happened. The whole Old Testament is God going, get your shit together. What's right. wrong with you? Why? Yeah. I made it easy. Why can't you just follow the stupid rules? Ten. It's ten. Ten rules. I made it easy. And God's like, Ugh. And then he does what any God would do in that situation. Any father would do in that situation. Don't make me come down there. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he has to come to earth as a man. And he gets down here and he goes, remember when you guys talk shit about me making you know man because god spoke the world into being right he spoke first was everything but then he made people out of clay right and then he made woman out of a piece of another person which is kind of fucked up but you know whatever i'll take it uh and then he breathed life and he breathed life into us and he made us and guess what his image these dark things, these angels that have fallen, like any deity, he's like, this is what I'm doing. And they're like, dude, you're God. We're brown nose and fuck offs. We can't handle this. Like, do, do we follow them? Do we follow you? We're very confused. We don't think this is a good idea. This is a bad idea, God. And he goes, gone, removed. Mm. Hell means the absence of the presence of God. Right. A deity is like, you don't exist anymore. And they're like, yo, God, hey, we're, we're right, we're right, we're right. These fucks? And then yeah. God comes to earth as man and he goes, these fucks? All of a sudden it all makes sense. And that's why he disappears for like 30 something years. Because <laughs> he's got to come to terms with the fact that he's got to create a paradox to handle these fucks that he forgot existed because he's a deity. And like right. any all powerful, Stalin asked, I am going to Photoshop ruler. They don't Damn. exist anymore. Right, yeah. <laughs> God Photoshopped angels out of heaven. And angels were created to worship, to serve, to follow exactly. They can't think for themselves and they cannot create, right? right. But God made us in his image. We are in ways, demigods, we can speak things into being. That's why positive affirmations work. Right. That's why the secret is a thing. 
Yeah, but not in the way they sell it, kind of. You know, I mean, well, I, in a way. I'm just I saying guess. that the power behind it is real. Yeah, absolutely. And see, that's the thing. The, the, the power of intention. Like, you look, all, you look into, like, chaos magic, for instance. Chaos magic is exactly what it sounds like which is to me it's this it's the same thing as the positive affirmation stuff because it's magic without all the silly costumes and the books and the props and the this and the that it's literally that's the thing is that even possible is it possible to like do magic without having like a creepy furry tail yeah it's called positive affirmations it's magic no that's called being a demigod well sure but i mean they don't want to step into our power we're splitting hairs there, you know what I mean? Because magic, magic's always demonized. These things that can't create don't want us to step into our power. They're terrified of us. Everything oh, yes. they do is about destroying us. Because they don't know which... They, they really want to get back to the graces of God. Right, right. right. Well, but you, you mentioned time, Sumer. Mm-hmm. And it's the, same, it's mm-hmm. the same thing there. It's always the same story over and it, over and over Did again. you know that the Celts were headhunters? No, I did not. The Celts were flipping headhunters. Yeah, what? that's why. Who? That's why. That's why the Romans were like terrified of them. They're like, we don't want to go over there. Those blue-faced weirdos are going. <laughs> They're going to well, go no, all I Aztec didn't. on our asses. But that's you know, it's circling around the same area because like I've heard stories about Anunnaki, but on you know, it's a different different spelling, different way of saying it. But I've heard about you know people under the same guys in ireland and scotland and that whole region well myths you know, are important yeah but it's myths the same myth that's the interesting thing it's always the same myths everywhere what's and amazing we is it. that the tartarians have never made it through the the filter what do you mean tartaria the empire yeah. tartaria, the largest like, empire mean, that never existed right yeah yeah You're i believe saying, every war has been about wiping out the tartarians no, I, I'm not against that idea. I was confused when you said um, didn't make it through the filter. You know, like, you yeah, mean the, like the they were trying history. to filter it all out and yeah. whoops, it, it's like it slipped through a little or bit. Or like, yeah. I don't know, filing a home business. Well, so, dude, or so, filing like business loans or like, I don't know, how to, fi- how to balance your checkbook. It's something hmm. kids just don't get taught in school. Let it me ask you taught, this. But they're not. The, all the Baltic Wars? Yeah. Oh, it's all yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah, Talk the Tartaria stuff is insane, and I'm I'm still on it. And I'm still getting more into it. Meanwhile, what about? Have you heard about this Bach saga, dude? So what? I've only heard. I I. It's called the Bach saga. Like a Bacchanal. B O C K. People should look this up because it's have very. You seen that, have you seen that BLM trying to argue that Bach? was part black no <laughs> oh that's a thing look at it's my more bullshit like, news hey, look, look at my weird yeah. thumb like yeah just them messing with us all, all you know just uh separating us again and again, and again and again keep going i didn't mean to interrupt but oh that's okay box, no what? um the box the big box stores like ikea like what B- no b-o-c-k box saga it's like this in down. this story yeah definitely write down look into it because i think it's something that you'll be interested in if you're into tartaria because it doesn't necessarily disagree with tartaria it includes it it just we were not going to go all the way into it because i don't know enough to really speak on it but i will say i know way too much about tartaria Ugh. dan two years from, of my life is gone 
Dan from Rising from the Ashes podcast is telling me. Dan Rocky, lo- I love him. Dude, you know the we're friends. He's, did you know that? Dude, no, I did not. He's awesome. Yeah, shit. we're friends. I love Dan He's great. I love so Dan. he is telling me all about this box. One more time. So he's going to have to tell you about it. Hell yeah. Check them out. They Dan are Anaki awesome. Is the eighth, and he's Roman. the B-O-C-K awesome badass. He's a good guy. El- good guy. Absolutely. Yeah, I love I those guys. Yeah, you got everybody should check them out too. Because they go connected. deep. Absolutely. And I was actually, I was just telling my wife before this that like, there's always synchronicities around all of us when we meet each other. Like Everything for instance, happens, supposed to happen exactly so, when it happens. So I only just recently started listening to Big Dumb Podcast. I love it. Yeah. Right. So and I'm so I saw that you guys did a recent episode together back in July. And I was like, oh yeah, sweet. I'm having Missy on. I should listen to this episode. Plus, I'm already have I'm already doing like a swap cast thing with those guys coming up. Mm-hmm. So this will be great. I'll start my adventure. You gotta get into, Casey. Into, Casey Jones that? on. You gotta get oh, Casey Jones sounds on. Sounds good. Absolutely. She's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to. Yeah. She's Casey awesome. Jones is the jam. She and I got we. She's my Tartarian sister. Like, dude, we talk. Oh, well, she. Shit. She understands have you both what's on. going on with the Catholic Church. She's like, you. <laughs> so check it. this out. Check this out for another synchronicity. So like. I'm doing this. I have the the episode planned with you and with Big Dumb Podcast. And I listened to that episode just to start my Big Dumb experience with an episode with you guys podcast, together. Man. Yeah, you it's said, great. It's Big great. Dumb, love it. <laughs> so Big check dumb it out. I love them. <laughs> so I, I had no idea that you guys were like bros. Like you guys have really connected. I just, I just hung out with them in Dallas. Yeah, exactly. Like you were saying. So like, it's just more synchronicity that like, we're meeting each other. We've been circling around and talking to each other for a while. And then I'm, I'm getting to hang out with those guys soon. And sure enough, you guys are already like pretty damn deeply connected too. It's all, it's all just a spider it's web. It's all the deep share. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we're just, that's why I don't really structure it too much. Unless I have someone that's like, you know, written like 15 books and really wants to talk about specific things, which is, it can be great, but it can be stuffy sometimes. And it, this it, is it's just, not even that. Like, this is beautiful. It's not about, this, this is fun. You can't make it about you. Absolutely not. I mean, and I understand when, if you someone's coming on to like, if someone's coming on to like sell something, that's fine with me because I want more people to read what a guy I'm having on has to offer. You, you know? underwear or Bluetooth. <laughs> not in, uh, that, not hat. that, but books. Simple hat code for chic underwear and Bluetooth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not oh, yeah man. yeah you can, so there's you some can, people they have to make money off this and like that's their whoa well sure I, yeah. i'm telling you those guys the big dumb guys kyle and putz they are going to, if they don't get in the way of themselves they're going <laughs> i'm serious they, I, they have a it. great great they platform they're doing great they're gonna be huge <laughs> that's huge great even because when the censorship ends and it will and because mm-hmm. people are already tired you know, when the slowly but stops, surely it's going to disappear there. I'm telling you, they've, I, I see great things for them. That's great. That's, that's great that you, you could say that with such confidence. Cause I, I agree there. They have a great platform. If they don't get in the way of themselves, they're going to be. <laughs> oh man. I think a lot of us can say that, you know, if we don't get in the way of ourselves and we don't, if we can stop stopping <sighs> ourselves, 
we can become why, what they've always pushed us against and told us we're not and we can't be i've you know. never made a dime at this and if right. i start to make money at it i'll probably screw it up i'm not <laughs> i mean alex jones when he started out like i I had a lot he of was grassroots. He was grassroots. But what is he most known for now? Selling, you know, mm, uh, Yeah. Um, he's it's not just Bohemian been, Grove. He it's is vice. like, he's That's like sad. a pinata. He's been a pinata for 10 years at least. You he, know what I mean? He got too big. Without, I, I tell everyone, I'm like, again, keep track of your notes, right? So you can find out where you, you can't go know where, you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Yeah, absolutely. And number two, dude, write down a mission statement. What's your mission? What is your mission statement? Right. What's your mission? What's your mission statement? Yeah. (laughs) Mine is just to share deeply with as many folks as I can. My perspective, their perspective, and give it out as far and wide as I can. Have you written it down? No, maybe I should. You need to write it down. I got to write it down. You need to put it up or you can't miss it. Because a mission statement isn't, when you start a business, the first thing they tell you to do is to write down a mission statement. And it's not, Whoops. it's not because, yeah, well, it's because <laughs> when, the minute you start making money at something, you can lose sight of who you are. So oh, beautifully safely. said. Yes. You don't believe me? Look at Ben Shapiro. <laughs> what, Mr. Right-Winger? Like, it's just all You right, can left, lose. Right, He's yeah. lost track of what his mission was. I don't even remember what, what he was like in the beginning. I never... He was, he was really cool at the beginning, actually. He was very interesting because he said mm. prolific, amazing things. And yeah. he did it. He, oh, it wasn't arrogance at that time. At that time, it was more like um, uh, he knew eloquence. how to debate. Yeah, Ele- he's very, he very, he's very he's well lost debatable. Like, he's, he's very good at it. He's lost his eloquence. Alex Jones has lost his way. And it's not just people on the right. People on the left, too. Look where Kamala Harris is. Well, She's lost her way. I feel was she ever on that. a good way? I, I think that I don't think anybody starts out to be a monster. Well, fair enough. I think you're right on that note. Definitely. I think that you get with, for example, I was watching Tim Pool, I think it was last night, mm-hmm. and he was like saying, someone super chatted and was like, you need to get Ted Cruz in here. And he's like, we'd love to have him on. Right. And then the woman that he had on the podcast was like, uh, she worked for, um, uh, what is it? Uh, not turning point. Screw my mind. Uh, <laughs> sleepy tired. Uh, what was it? It was um, whatever Andy Noda's worked for. What are they called? What's that that news organization? I'm not Doesn't sure. matter. Point being, Doesn't matter. <laughs> she said, she was like, I had to interview Ted Cruz and I had to jump through hoops for three days to get five minutes. Right. And I'm like, at what point do you lose sight of what you're supposed to be doing? Right. It's not yeah. about you. What is your mission statement? And that's not just because you're starting a podcast. Everyone on the face of the planet, even if you're just a, a single mom, you need to have a mission statement because you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. And you need to have something you can look back and go, I'm honoring this because this yeah. is who I am. When I started, every super successful like billionaire businessman does. I remember when I was nothing. Right. And most of those people, guess what they had? Mission statement. <laughs> right they yeah. do it's the first step when you start a business you write it with you write a mission statement because that keeps you honest with yourself and with others well it's kind you of don't like, lose um, yourself. you don't want to lose yourself right coming. you know we, we were just talking about positive affirmations and stuff like that i mean it's very similar to a mission statement you know 
Well, again, time is very fluid. Yeah. The, our concept of time is based on, you got to remember where the school system started. You know, oh, yeah. John D. Rockefeller invention. Like, mm-hmm. You know that they own the pyramids, right? The Rockefeller Foundation. They fun, own fun it? Fact, they have control over who's allowed to visit the pyramids. Yes. I didn't the know they pyramid, had their hands in you have. I mean, I guess it all makes the, sense. They partner with the Kaiser Museum. Yeah. And they have to give the sign off for you to be able to go into as a researcher or as an archaeologist or whatever, you have to have them sign off on you being able to go into the Great Pyramid. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I remember there was kind of like a, uh, an uproar of, of positive reactions when Zahi Hawass was no longer the, uh, the minister of antiquities in Egypt. Because that guy was a couple such a years ago. Skeletor, okay. Uh, yeah, he was ridiculous, but it's funny that he, you was, he, was, Skeletor. It's like, he was, he was an evil villain. But think about it. It's like, if it's still controlled by the Rockefellers, we can't, I mean, there's nothing really to celebrate by one manager leaving and another one taking its place. You know what I mean? He was just a character. He was out there in the open and now they'll just probably have a guy with the same mentality and the no same, one starts but not out as with bad intentions. Right. No one yeah. starts out to be a super villain. No, no. You don't believe they watch Dr. Horrible. Well, well though. I no feel one starts like, out. To be super I feel villain. like they actually, I don't they know. They just want to be seen and heard. Can then, we confidently say that though, with I, everyone up there? Because I don't know, man. I can go way out there and think that like there's a there's couple people that think that that or believe, or maybe they really are like descendants of from the very friggin' beginning, and it's not just family roots. It's demonic like reincarnation demonic type shit. Demonic possession. Well, or whatever, I don't know like called, whatever that's called, or. First of all, you know. let me finish the thing about Johnny Rockefeller. Johnny sure. Rockefeller, right? He started the education system. Let me ask you a question. When a bell rings, what do you do? Oh, yeah. You're supposed to Ding. Get what do you do? Get you, up. you as a person, what do you do when, it, when you hear ding? What do you do? Usually you, that's when I'm ignoring my alarm clock. <laughs> you open the microwave. You check the dishwasher. You turn your clothes over in the dryer or washer. You mm-hmm. answer the door. You answer the phone. Right? right? You wake up. Yeah. You go to lunch. You leave work. Thing. You got an email, you got to check it, right? right? How much pressure in our life is built around bells? Padlock, mm, right? He yeah, got yeah. that. Guess who else got that? John D. Rockefeller. When he invented the education system, and he did. Yes. He did it because there were a bunch system. of street urchins running around. By the way, Irish people were not allowed to drink from the same water fountains as everybody else. Fun facts about life. Mm. Uh, the Irish urchins, the Italian urchins running around the streets of New York, he looked around, they had a they had a labor shortage, just like they're having right now. And he went, how do I get? Well, you know what? We gotta start with the kids because they don't know how to behave. So school from I mean, how how many kids do you have? I just have the one. I have three the one. and a half. Eight. When did your mm-hmm. child start? Is he starting school yet? Nope. They care, he will be he will be homeschooled. Most people, they have a child and then six. Six weeks, weeks later, they go back to work. And their yeah, kids are five. They're trusting complete strangers. It's nuts. Right? To write. It's absolutely nuts. And my child, I, I, but I get I it. Some People money. have to do I it. I stayed you home know? for two years. I literally lived in a house where I would wake up in the middle of the night and stomp the roaches to death. Oh. Because oh, I couldn't afford anything else. Mm-hmm. I stayed at home. My child right. stayed at home with my child in those first two years. Are 
critical. And that put him into First Baptist. My mother was an administrator. Oh, Otherwise, he would have yeah. never done it. And I didn't even want to do that. But my mom was like, look, it's safe. I'll be there. I'm on site. Like, she's on site. I can trust it. His nurse is the same nurse I had from when I was a kid. I know her. You know, mm-hmm. I know the teachers. I know the people that are there. My mom is there. Otherwise, I don't have to even done it. Right, I was yeah. a single mom. I didn't really have a choice. I got very blessed in the fact that I got to be able to do that. We were still. Most people, they start, what is it? Head start starts when you're three or four. Yeah. And yeah, I think right around three. And, what happens when the bell rings? They go to class. They go to yep. lunch. They switch classes. They leave right. the day. The bell. It's a thing that we all live with that we don't even notice. Like breakfast or engagement rings. We don't even notice <laughs> it's a marketing campaign to train us to do what we're told. Yeah. It is a subcon. We don't even realize what we're salivating. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and they have a we live in that up. world. We live in that world, and so to ask people that live in this world that have been trained from a very young age to answer the bell, right? Mm-hmm. Ding! What, what, what's the wrong? What's wrong? Is that an alarm? Is that the smoke detector? Mm-hmm. Is that the door? Yeah. Is that the microwave? Is that the phone? What do I have to do? I have to do something. The bell's right. Heightened. We- heightened level. We live in that world. Mm-hmm. And that happened in the 1910s. Okay? Probably not the first time they thought of it either. Probably not. It's probably the first time you know they just got away with it. Just like the modern version of probably something they were doing a long time ago, too. Well, look at the living room. Yeah. You know where the living room started? The living I've room? heard this one before. It's been a while, though. Refresh Life Magazine ran an article. And they were like, this is the new thing you need. It's called the living right. room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it used to be the parlor. Right. It's where you met your dates, right? If you're mm. a woman, that's where they hung out. Like, you had to hang out in the parlor with, like, you know, people watching. There's always someone watching. The parlor right. was, like, the room <laughs> that everyone hung out in. It was, like, yeah. the, it was the main it was the common center. room. It was the center of the house. It wasn't the dinner table. It was the parlor. That's why it's called parlor, as in talking. Mm-hmm. La Francais, talk to ah, okay. But that's also where you laid out your day. And you sat right. up your day. So in order to switch us over to a new way of thinking, they introduced the living room. Mm. Yeah, it is a just... room for living in. We're going to bring out our dead and let someone else handle that for us. We are removed from death. Now we're removed from illness. Right? Hmm. Yeah. On top of that, we got bells ringing and people fist fighting each other over toilet paper instead of canned goods, which makes no damn sense to me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, and you got people like John D. Rockefeller being like, guess what? I trained these children to be perfect little workers. Right. Because when the bell and... rings to go to lunch, when the bell rings, they leave. You have to sit in one place and you have to do what's in front of you. You have to sit at your desk. We're sitting at desks right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing it right now, and we don't even think about it. Yeah, even when we're not doing it, and we're like trying to rebel against it, we're still doing it. We're doing all of it. You can't get out of it. It's the matrix. You ever try to start a business or record a podcast or do something like on the beach? No, (laughs) you can't even think about it. You're like, that's too much business. Right. Yeah. I gotta have my desk. We're chained to this thing. 
Well, look, yeah, look at me. I'm doing a conspiracy theory podcast that from a desk, from a desk, and I'm attached to their internet, and I'm and I'm gonna provide it to everyone on services that okay, it. yeah, maybe they'll. I love to be used their own shit against them. Social media is not evil. It is a right. tool. It just depends exactly. how you use it. A hammer can be used to kill someone. You can right. also use it to build a house. Damn right. And it's that's it's that victim mentality that they've put into all of us that makes us think that we can only view these things as how they've treated them and used them on us well, or whatever. Right. We are from indoctrination. Yep. Which yeah, it's it's it goes deep. It goes really When did deep. you know? When did you know everything was bullshit? How old were you and what was the thing? That, like, the, the, I would say, well, it, it, two moments. It was like one would be like the initial spark that turned my head and then would be the big tamale later down the road, like the end of the trilogy. You know what I mean? Where it was like, holy shit, it's all so, like, fake. My grandma <laughs> buy me those books from Time Life that have like the aliens and UFOs in it. Yeah. Versus like, I don't know, me realizing that like the two-party system is bullshit. So I grew up loving heavy metal and death metal and thrash and iron maiden the troopers my ringtone awesome. and my alarm to wake up in the morning i'm like i'm a trooper hell yeah that's awesome so like that right there made me start to realize once i was because you know i started listening to heavier music than other people when i was well, like metal 13. was about stuff it was the only right. thing that was about stuff that's, see, that's... was about real stuff like the rest of it was like pop garbage Right. Like, it wasn't that it was garbage. I mean, I'm, I guess like there's some songs that like people can relate to, but like, dude, like when well, you that's listen on purpose, to like though. that's by design you know, and it's simple and it's bullshit and it's recycled. versus like you know, oh hush, keep it down now. <laughs> that's what we're looking at, right? The right, trooper, right. or I don't know, rancid right, versus like. Lamb of yeah. God would be a good example. White Chapel yeah. from modern age now. Like there's. Right Wondering off the bat. man, what a stupid name. Like, yeah. Well, it's all about. I love that drowning know. pool. Let's see drowning pool. Drowning the pool of his own vomit. That's right. hilarious. That's, yeah, it's but pretty. Not, um, but it is. But it, it, right. Well, now looking back at that situation from like more skeptical, paranoid conspiracy eyes, from my perspective, it's like, that sounds like a fake person to me. That Slater sounds like. cracks me up. Like they wish they were Satanists. <laughs> They're not, they're not doing a very good job. They're not saying this. <laughs> so the they're, symbolism they're, they're they poses. use is whoa. they poses. They pose. But we know see, all real things look like you call them posers. Though. See, you call them posers, but I read their lyrics and I go, "Oh shit!" They sound like conspiracy theorists talking and yelling in music. That's they that was my like, point. They sound yeah. They sound like at, at first when you start listening, you're like, "These guys are just like want to be like dorks, posers." Right. Right. And then you listen to it again. You're like, wait, 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 wait. wait. They're, they're mocking. On... They're mocking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, Sam and I kind of like were like gore. Like gore. Each, we're in. Yes. And I think you mentioned that on that same thread that we, that me I'm and Sam have. were going back and I forth on. He was like, look, oh, it's not satanic at all. And he's showing all the symbolism. And Sam, I love you, but that symbolism isn't evil. And it's Sam not satanic. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, he, <laughs> He's the Godfather. That's my take. That's how. That's my name for Sam. He's the fucking Godfather. So that's you know he. 
He's putting could, it all out there. I could never there. do. I could never do what he does. Holy shit. No. Oh my God. I'm having trouble running one podcast, let alone like seven more plus everything else he goes, he does, you know? Yeah. He's yeah. nuts. And but no, he's given us, I feel like he's I holding the, the torch. I went to the show. Know? The fans are fucking crazy. Dude, how like, many? I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Kyle going, these are all people. Yeah, these are and all I'm like, our Kyle, people. I'm like, hey, Kyle, these are our people? These are our people. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> these, these, these are our people? The weird and like, ones. It was so funny because I was trying to find the venue and some guy pulls up and goes, you looking for the comedy show? I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in all black i'm not even wearing like a t-shirt or anything like i'm not gonna be that guy everyone's that guy they're all wearing the the, the show to the band the, the shirt for the band that they're gonna go see don't be that right? guy yeah everyone's everyone's that guy and i'm sitting there going i purposely did not do that <laughs> right <laughs> how many fans were there you think what was the what Dude, was the show how big it was eddie bravo uh xg uh which it was awesome because i went back to my hotel room and it was like kind of weird because I went up on stage and I got told to go have another margarita. I was like, you guys have not seen me drunk yet. This is me being mild. <laughs> I wasn't being funny though. It was like being informative. Plus like the guy that went on before me just like killed and I was like, I'll go follow that. Oh, that's rough. Hey, but you're brave oh, enough to it was, do it. It was brutal. They told me to sit down and have another margarita. I was like, I have it here and had one yet. Are you I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm so, am I even here? Like, is this real? Like, it's good so for weird. you for getting up there. That's awesome. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude. Dude. My, look, I've, I've done Santa comedy, not just like Santa comedy. Right. Like, I got paid, like, in Vegas, like, real shit. Like, yeah, yeah. No joke, legit, room paid for, flight paid for, hotel paid for, everything paid for, like, nice. comedy. Misleading yeah. comedy. For, and I'm not, I don't have to tell. I don't have to say who I opened up for because they know who they are and it doesn't fucking matter because I'm not cool. I'll never be cool. Even by mentioning <laughs> their names, I'm making myself less cool so it doesn't matter. What's the point? Fuck it. But, gotcha. dude, I went up on that stage and for the first time in years, I felt like this big. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> unfortunately, our people, we eat our own. We're worse than what. Mm. We gotta, mm. We gotta start being that's that's one of the reasons that like I'm all like I'm all about promoting my friends. Uh, it was funny like, as XG was leaving the elevator when Johnny, the, one of their openers at my at the hotel that we all stayed at. Yeah. Well, no, no, I I, I came back from recording a podcast with Colin Puds. Mm-hmm. There was the biggest like birthday party with the most rap music I've ever heard in my life with some of the most nefarious lyrics I've ever been exposed to. I'm a lady. I wasn't aware those things existed. Now I'm well too aware. <laughs> Uh, I'd have people, I'd have Davey Nose Construction, like, from Twitter, like, walk me to my Uber, because I was like, my Uber? It was like, dude, they're, like, raging. There's a huge party next to Airbnb, where Kyle and all of them are staying out. We're supposed to record a podcast. We got a little too high. Didn't work out well. Uh, (laughs) But I go out to my hotel, and there's XG and Johnny. I'm like, you guys are staying at my hotel. Like, it's our hotel. I was like, I've been here for a day and a half, but you don't need to catch up. I watched you wear your suitcase now. <laughs> this is my hotel. Yeah, I had dinner yeah. downstairs. I know the bartender. I know the, the bar manager looks like freaking John Lennon. Did you know that? It's great. You should try the Carpaggio. <laughs> we get in the <laughs> elevator, and Johnny goes, you're on a floor above me. And I turn to XG, and I go, XG, 
I want to let you know that I've never made a dime doing this. I'll never make a dime doing this. The minute I get a check, I'll send it right back to him because no. it doesn't fucking matter. It's not about that shit. No. The minute you start no. making money at this, the minute your money depends on this, no, that's is the bad. minute that it gets sketched. And, and that's not about the people that are in this. God bless them. They take that's not money. always. They, that is blood money. They earn. What yeah, they damn right. Yeah. Alex Jones included. But yeah, the day, all like, of them. dude, I, I didn't know. I didn't know I was doing well until I got hate mail. <laughs> that, Charlie, that Charlie Robinson podcast they did, the macroaggressions one. I was like, I got hate mail. I made it. Yeah. I got hate mail. I exactly. made it. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, someone hates me. And then the next level you is you you know you'll uh, you'll make it to the next level when someone calls you like uh, controlled opposition or something or an agent. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah, luck. Yeah. If there's no paycheck, there's no reason to complain. That's good true. luck. Good luck. I mean, like, dude, if there's no money involved, what's my motive? Right, exactly. It's all just love. Motive? It's all just education and love, right? Dude, I'm gonna drag all of us up into the light. Woo! That is my goal. That is my goal. I want to deep share everyone. Beautiful. I want to drag. I I will never take a check for doing this shit ever, ever, ever. And the reason why is because, like, dude, the minute money gets involved, the minute you lose friends, the minute you lose sight, mission statement. Wow, there you go. Mission statement. This is not a job. This is a hobby. It's a public service. <laughs> it's like working at a soup kitchen. There you go. I love, yeah, I you like guys, that. I there like are people that. that depend on you to do your job extremely well. I know, you right? You expect to get paid for it. No, that's you beautifully said. Do it said. because you're supposed to. It, it, it's, it's. Oh, it definitely the, feels that way. What's the point? And no, my voice is crazy. this big. You know, I'm I'm one of a million out there, right? But like, that's it's still important. Like, as the more of us, the better, right? What's the point of knowing? It's like watching a really funny, like comedy bit or a really great movie. What's mm -hmm. the point of seeing something amazing if you can't share it? Yeah, exactly. And that's the, it's not it's, fun. That's the whole point, you know. It's it's, it's zero fun. Like, I, for example, uh, my on again, off again, currently boyfriend. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe, we were, he's like, I've never seen idiocracy. I was like, hang on. Right. Hold the phone. I was like, I'm going to be late to everything the rest of the day. But we got to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole like, movie at this point. So I will do, I will do whatever filthy things you need me to do for you to stop and watch this movie. <laughs> watch the movie. <laughs> Never I have that same feeling. I love showing people the movie and seeing the reaction. It's no fun. It's no yeah. fun. If you, what's the point of hoarding knowledge? It's right. boring. Yeah. You well, it does nothing. It does nothing on your own. You know, you can just sit with it if Sam, you, unless you're sharing it. Sam gets that. Yeah. Sam gets that more than anyone. Oh, I absolutely. I highly doubt. He's a conduit. I highly doubt he makes any real money from simple hot stuff yeah probably i mean it gets I so shadow banned money. and this and that well he makes his stuff from, he makes his money from comedy okay well absolutely but that's his tried and true the only pressure you know? he has is to help other people that he's responsible yes. for that's make their money this swarm is he's so one of the best real to him ever had the pleasure to meet yeah. what sam we love you and thank you without without someone like sam up there taking all the bigger punches you know what i mean we wouldn't have the balls to be he's, doing, he's the know? he's the example he he is the example 
Yeah. He's the example. He's the nicest person you will ever meet. He will do anything for anybody out of the kindness of his heart. He's a good person. I cannot say enough nice things about Sam Tripoli. I really can't. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I would ever run out of compliments for him because he's, a, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. And the funny thing is, is like, I've watched the way the comedy community and like other people treat him. Yeah. And they, he doesn't get this. They're jealous. They're terrified. Oh, he represents. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. He has no rules. But they Only all his do. Own. Yes. In LA, they all give a fuck. But they live off that. Like they can't. Well, I can't get a movie deal if I say the wrong thing. It's wrong. But he doesn't give a fuck. With two kids, doesn't give a fuck. Right. I love it. He though. He's like, and think he, about he, it. He goes hard in the paint to quote the, the man himself. And the stand-up buzz is like, move towards Austin, somewhere towards Austin. He's like, I'm gonna stay in the war zone. And I'm gonna fight this fucking war. You know why oh, he's yeah. gonna stay in LA? You know he's gonna stay in LA because LA needs him more than anybody else. LA, have you been to LA? You ever been to LA? No, and I hope to never go. Honestly, and no offense to the people that I love that are out there and and live out there, but uh, I don't want to go anywhere near that place anymore. <laughs> the Uber driver that was giving me a ride to my hotel. I saw his like you know his stuff like his Jesus stuff hanging up in the front seat. And of course, I could not help myself. I was like, ooh, the Bible. Let's talk about that Bible. <laughs> and I went off for like, God bless him. He's getting paid to listen to me talk because I tip him. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like a stripper, but with knowledge. It's, it's not what the healthiest uh, place to be. So anyways, I'm just like, blah, 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 about like everything. And I'm like, Isaac was about human sacrifice and blah, 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 blah. And we pulled to a stoplight and I was like, yo. His name was Gideon. I think it, I think it was Gideon. I was like, Gideon. Perfect. You look up. What the, what is that? And there's this three story car park. And on the third floor, there's a demon statue with glowing. Someone put LEDs in this mobo. Glowing red eyes. And I was like, Gideon, get, get out your Bible. What is that? Yeah. And he goes, I've been down this street at least because I drive people back and forth in the airport. I stayed at the standard hotel because you know the class. Because I, I was like me and my friend Casey were like pulling through with a with a flashlight trying to find the pedophiles. I was like, you know construction, it means something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. It was a walking distance from the comedy store. But point being is I'm in LA and I'm like, Gideon, get out your Bible. What is that? He goes, I've driven down the street. I drive people from the airport this route all the time. That's why you came up and I drive this route to these hotels, this one and that one up the street from you, like on the red. He goes, I've never noticed that ever. Ooh. And I was like, it was, the paint's faded. It's been here at least like 10 years, at least. It never rains in LA and the paint's faded. Hmm. And he goes, how did I not see that? And I went, Gideon, you need to open up your eyes. This is not the city of angels. Well said. Sam did not leave LA. LA needs. Shit. Well, let's hope it doesn't eat him alive. Let's hope yeah, he conquers the whole damn thing. I'm not scared of bears either. I'm going to learn how to fly a plane soon. Even though I used to be ter <laughs> terrified of flying. I'd have oh, to get shit. shit can hammered to get on yeah. a plane. Even just, just to go to TSA, I'm like, I don't like people going through my stuff. Here, yeah. have my shoes, you fuck off. I'm, fa I'm facing right. the I'm facing the idea that maybe, maybe I'll never get on a plane again. I don't, that's fine by yeah. me. 
That's yep. totally my, fine. Uh, I'd rather travel by car. If I'm my first, boyfriend, then hell yeah. I don't know where to, my on again, off again, six years, you know, whatever. He gave me, a, I'm not going to marry you, rain to go to my, I'm not going to live with your house. But uh, my boyfriend, uh, he's like, let's go to Key West. He's like, it's going to be a while before we're going to be able to go anywhere. Mm. He's like, let's go to Jamaica. And I was like, mm. he's like, let's go to Costa Rica. I was like, mm. no. he's like, let's go to Key West. I'm like, He's just said, let's go to Miami. I was like, mm, I can't twerk <laughs> on top of cop cars. I don't know how to stop traffic to walk across the street. It's not here buttons like everybody else. So you got to be able to twerk to stop traffic to walk across the street. I can't do it. Miami's not my place. I was like, what are, you, drink, what are we going to do? Drink for a week? Right. I'm all, I already feel like hungover. We haven't even gone. We're just talking about it. Yeah. I was like, let's go to Key West. He goes, let's go to Key West. Mm. So we're going to go Airbnb a boat before shit nice. hits the fan and i was like i was like i was like what if they start the vax passport stuff complaints he goes i'll just get us a private plane and i was like my man yeah that's I was like, private plane it is. i want to get my pops yeah i don't <laughs> i've been brushing up against this topic for a little while now we can kind of kind of end on this that like we have to we have to take down the whole thing because there is no land right now that you can just go be off grid. Yeah, maybe for now. Maybe for now. Maybe until, for Tim Pool. That's about it. Until they come for you. Until they come for your land that's not really yours that you bought from them and you pay pay every year. You know what I mean? Like, so unless we take this whole thing, I love down, that. You're absolutely right. In order to have animals on your on your own land, to build a house on your own land, you have to pay. And let the government know to have animals on your land to build a, a building on your land. You have to let the government know. Right. Permits. I mean, just to have to. the land. Just to have the have land. To. The land is bought but, and paid for as well. You know, it's not yours. You're renting you die, the land. Then your kids have to pay to get that land. It's, it's yeah. And so the thing is, is like, I'm. Banker I'm, games. I'm doing a lot of DIY stuff. Like my wife and I are gardening all the great stuff. And I see so many good people getting further, quote unquote, off grid, but it's only okay. And it's only going to be helpful as long as we all understand that eventually that's not going to be enough either. That's the training. That's and that's when you have to learn how to sail or fly a plane, y'all. Yeah, maybe, maybe the ante gets up. Get a know. mission statement, get a sailboat. <laughs> Commandeer Costco and fly the F away. Uh, you know, and maybe this is this proves Star Wars. They, hey, Kyle, this proves Star Wars. It's just going to happen over and over again until eventually Padme is just a we have to use bitch. all their sci-fi <laughs> shit to take them out. You know, it's just going to happen Pat, over and over. Padme just quit on everybody. What a weak <laughs> ass bitch. Well, hey, Missy, it's been freaking awesome having you on. Please tell my audience where they can find you. Do I want them to? <laughs> as long as you want them to, you can tell them. <laughs> Y'all, I'm a handful. I talk too much. I have ADHD. I may or may not have a drinking problem after the day because I'm getting up for a morning purpose. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. Maybe not. It's a shit. It's, it, that is a dumpster fire. Maybe you don't want to find me on Twitter. Uh, I've got IG. I've got a YouTube channel that, again, work in progress. You can find me on everybody else's podcast. There you I go. do better <laughs> in other people's environments. I'm in the process of building a studio. We're gonna see what happens. I might nice. burn the house down. He doesn't hear about it on the news. Frantic, Missy. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully I'm that works out. out. <laughs>
He's All right, so sleep deprived. I, I'm not even drunk. Yeah, dude, though. you've had a long Ooh. day. Five thirty a.m. Yeah, thank you I don't so know what time much. Time it is, but it's half past. Fuck, fuck the loser people. There you go. All right. Well, hey, power to you, and talk to you soon. All right. Hey, thank you for doing what you do. Never hey, stop. Thank you for doing what you do as well. We're all in this together, right? I would call it info wars, but that's been taken. <laughs> all right. Good night, dude. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's Enough, I get the point. You meddle with the primal forces of <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If oh. I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>